Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and I am here with three of my favorite people in the world who all live in different cities. We've brought together all the way from Pennsylvania, Miss... Charity. Yeah, Charity's here, and then all the way down from Alabama is... Rusty. Yeah, Rusty's here, and from the great state of Tennessee, Mr. Randy. Yeah, they're all here tonight. So we're missing Stephanie tonight. We uh, She is actually at Disney right now, as are the Corings. They're all three on the uh, campus of Walt Disney World uh, today. In fact, the Corings have been texting me all day. They went to DHS, and uh, they, uh, they got there at 2 and got a Rise of the Resistance time. Oh and my. actually had their number called. Isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> that's so, just that's just taunting everybody to go. You know, at some point <laughs> everybody's just gonna say, forget it, we're all going to Disney and the crowds are gonna be incredible. I mean it's just, you know, but Yeah, that's that's your our trip, Todd. That's when the numbers are gonna suddenly spike. The week of your trip is gonna go from two to like nobody's in there to everybody's there. <laughs> so we we that's what I have spent doing all day long is debating with Amanda on whether we're going or not. And I mean, that has been, cause she finally came around. She woke up this morning. She goes, you know what? Let's do it. Let's just go. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I was like making plans all day. And then I got home from work and she was like, you know, it's a lot of money. And, and uh, it was just, it's been that day. It's been that day. Hey, how has it been for you up there in Pennsylvania, Miss Rockford? How are things going? Things are going pretty well. Um, we are full swing now, finally into school. Uh, the kids are still resenting me for not taking them on either one of my Disney trips this summer. Um, <laughs> but I keep promising that I'm gonna take them in May. So I'll just keep promising them that for the next, uh, you know, so many months. And then, um, yeah, I, I think once we go in May, maybe they'll stop being mad at me. All right. Randy, what's the latest at the uh, Randall J home? I uh, we're we're in school. We have a driver and another driver to come uh, next in two weeks. So I just saw my insurance go up quite a bit. Yeah, I've, I've same boat. I have one driver and another driver. Actually, I have both two drivers. So uh, yeah, see, having a senior in high school is weird. It is a weird feeling. So, you feel old? Uh, no, uh, I'm I'm not. I am a pretty young feeling person. What I do feel like is time is slipping by. That that's what I do feel like. I, I feel like you know this is his last year in the house, and that's weird to me. Um. So, anyways. Don't worry. If statistics hold true, he'll move back home. Well, we're hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, tonight is an interesting topic. It's a topic that we have not covered, I'd say, in about three or four years. I know we did. Were you on the show last time we did this topic, Charity? I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't remember that we went through this. I think this was an Elizabeth-era show. I was going to say, I bet you this was five years ago. Okay. So we also need to change our opening because I think by now we are a, we've been uh, helping families for over seven years. But so... Anyways, our podcast tonight is called Why Disney? Oh, yeah, Why Disney? And 
following up on that, what that means is you've got four adults here who have pretty much made their vacation lives Disney. In fact, a large portion of four successful business people or four adult professionals who are self-professed Disney addicts, so much so that this is the 208th episode of a podcast that we've done uh, because we enjoy talking about Disney and sharing Disney stuff. And to normal people, that's a little unusual. So what in the world did it to us is the question tonight. Why do we choose Disney? Why do people, why, why should you choose Disney? Like a you, the listener, what's going to hook you? That's, that's what we're talking about tonight. And so, uh, Obvious, uh, obviously, I almost said obviously, obviously with the COVID going on, things are a little uh, strange with topics. So we're having to stretch a little bit for things to talk about, but I think this will be fun. I think this will be a good topic. We're going to start with a question. Does anyone need clarification before we start? Uh, I do on the last question, but but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Okay, good deal. All right. I have... I sent the questions out early so you know our so our students of podcasting could could get their answers together and you know that Charity and Rusty probably did. And so we'll start. All right. So we'll start over here as usual with our with the uh, with Miss Rockford and the first question is this. When was the first time that you ever went to Disney? When was the first time that you ever went? We went to Disney in 91, I was 10. We went for one day, we were visiting family in Florida and we did one day at the Magic Kingdom and I did not love it. It was <laughs> not a great family trip. Um, I remember, you know, just being sunburnt and hating the ride through, um, through Let's see, space, wait, Space Mountain, I, I, Spaceship Earth went through my head. No, that wasn't right. <laughs> Mission Space went through my head. That wasn't right. No, um, Space Mountain, just being sunburnt and being on Space Mountain, and then uh, Alien Encounter, and uh-huh. having that, you know, pressed down on your shoulders, and you've got sunburned shoulders, and just, ah, remembering a lot of pain from that trip. So, right. um, yeah, that was the first one, and it, surprisingly, it was, it was not amazing. Okay, Rusty, what did you, what was the first time you ever went there? When 1987, Look at you. I, was, I was 12 then, and we went, and uh, the most rem- memorable thing about that trip was um, Michael Jackson's Captain EO. So uh, now that I look back and watch it now and think about how I thought that was so amazing then, you're just like, 12-year-olds are so stupid. But in 1987, that was like the highlight of the trip. But, Charity, I was kind of like you, though. It was not a great trip, but we were on a two-week family vacation across Florida. So we had went all the way down to the Keys, and uh, Disney was kind of – it was on the backside of the trip. So we were were probably 10 days in a car when we rode into Disney World, and we spent a couple of days there. And, uh, you know, anytime you're on the backside of a trip, especially on the two week vacation with your family. It's getting a little, it's getting a little dicey. <laughs> so. All right. I, I'm going to say with pretty, with, with certainty, 
that that's the first time in our seven year history Captain EO has made its appearance back on the show. It may have. Congratulations, Rusty. Congratulations. I remember going back when it came back out. I, I don't know if it was 2010 or 11 when we went down. It came no, back it out. was 2000. Yeah, well, it was still out. It came back out in like 2008. Yeah, I remember going back and watching it and the, and just being – I was so excited. And first of all, you go into the, the one of the worst theaters at Disney's property, and then I then you realize what you were watching because I just – like I said, when you're a kid, of course, back then, I mean, Michael was at his, still at his height and – it was just, you know, amazing. But now you're like, oh my, that's just, wow. All right, Randall J. What do you think? What was the first time you ever went to Disney? Uh, I've seen pictures where uh, I was there at maybe four or five years old. Uh, I remember nothing of that. Uh, and then we went when I was 13 and not having remembered anything from the prior trip, uh, my parents told me it's like Six Flags, only a whole lot better. And so I had pictured in my head like the tallest roller coasters and the fastest rides and all of that. And then we went and we had a good time, but it wasn't that. Yeah. It was not a 13 year old boy's no. dream roller coaster park. Uh, and we stayed at the Contemporary, which was a big deal for us i mean i'll say that other than going to see family or to travel with family we didn't take vacations so this is probably the first vacation i remember us ever having that was not to go see grandma or to go to the lake with grandma uh i the first time we went is i i am my sister tells me we went in 1973 and uh but I don't, obviously I don't remember that since I was a baby. Um, but the, her highlight was that I got sick that week and she couldn't go to Disney because they spent the week at the hospital. Anyways, I know I went in 75 because I've got a picture in there in my living room of me wearing a Donald Duck hat in 1975. And so I do, I, I mean, I have very weird like recollect, recollections of like being in the contemporary A-frame and seeing the Grand Canyon, you know, uh, drawing up there on it but uh I, you know i don't remember those trips I, the only trip the earliest trip i remember is going when i was like in junior high school and my friend and i riding the haunted mansion over and over and over again before it closed because nobody was there but anyways all right so that was a fun question some early remembrances now when's the first time you went as an adult like when, when did you take when did you go as an adult so to speak all right so the first time I took really an, a, an adult trip um, would be between uh, my college program and when I went back for an advanced internship. So I was doing the um, campus representative program, which meant that I still had a cast member card and I could still get in for free, which was awesome. Um, I also was a cast member. So um, I got to take my mom and we stayed at the resorts for, I think it was half off. Um, so my mom and I went on our first adult trip when I was in college. And it was awesome. Okay, Rusty. I'm thinking it's either 2002 or 2003. And Diana and I went there on our first vacation as a couple. And so I can't remember what year it was, but it had been one of those two years. And we just actually swung by there. We were, we went on a little cruise that was, uh, 
not like anyway it's a bad cruise uh it's kind of what it was like it is the cruise that's in the movies literally you pulled in next to like all these big ships and then there's like the little tugboat that we got on you're like what in the world but we were planning on we were going to go to disney it's kind of surprised for my wife and we went to disney and that that's was the first time we went as adults and the first time she was ever she'd ever gone is her first trip and we stayed at one of the all-stars i can't remember which all-star we stayed at she could probably remember which one um so we, okay. we stayed there all right randy what's the first adult trip so when we went when i was 13 and then the next trip i went on was the christmas before we got married so the christmas before maybe two christmases before we got married so i was probably 21 and uh my parents wanted one more trip in fact we had never had a vacation with my youngest sister uh in the family so this was our first time to get all six of us on a trip and so they chose to go to disney so if you consider 21 an adult uh going with my parents as a kid uh but and then my next adult trip was our honeymoon where we stayed at all-star sports for three nights and we were given the airfare and we were given the tickets and we emptied our checking account to pay for all-star sports and food. Nice. Uh, our first adult trip was, I mean, I, I went in college to DHS when it was Hollywood studio, when it was MGM, that was a, a spring break deal where we went to down there for spring break. And one day we went to DHS, but I don't really count that. I, I, what I, the first real adult trip I took to Disney was with Amanda when we had first gotten married and I spoke at a, at a conference down there and the, the conference paid for us to go to Disney one day. And so we went there and I remember going in and we actually went and got our picture made with Friar Tuck and Donald Duck. I do, I do remember those things. And I remember us really enjoyed it, but we came back home and it wasn't like, it's like, Oh, that was fun. We ought to do that again. Sure. And, was the extent of it what what kicked it up a notch and this is the question i think i'm really most excited about of all the questions is when did when did the when did the fever hit like when did you go from yeah i'll go to disney that sounds fun to i have to go to disney you know like i i have to go three and four times like, you know as, as much as i can when did it change like what what was the moment uh, or not the yeah, I, I think that's the question. When was the moment that that changed? Seeing my daughter just love it. I mean, she, you know, it was, it, it's this perfect age. But there, as we've discussed, there are so many perfect ages for their first trip to Disney. But she was right at that point where she totally recognized Mickey. Everything was magical. Everything was amazing. Their eyes are this big and they're just amazed at everything and even getting on the bus was mickey 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 and um and you know we're there and we're having a wonderful trip and she we got her first haircut and every you know every different thing i'm getting oh i'm getting all emotional at and um we did one of the attractions where it started to do the bubble snow um i think it may have been like the disney junior show or something um and anyways you know she's oh the bubbles and I, I just loved it up between that and then um the fireworks 
you know, so she's got a magic wand and, oh, I'm going to, you know, as the fireworks go off, I've got the magic wand. Oh, I'm making the fireworks. And I'm over there waterworksing. Um, and yeah, just like, we, we have to come back. We have to come back. We have to come back more. I, I can't do this every three years. I, I need to come more often. Um, yeah, I, I think it was just, you know, all of those little emotional moments, just, just watching her love it as much as I had hoped whenever I had a kid that they would love it. So you had, you had the, the culmination of a fantastic week. It was, there wasn't like one like specific thing that you can read. And it, it's kind of like the, the, you know, we've talked about the Cinderella complex before all your life. You've kind of dreamed of this, you know, this, mm -hmm. this magic moment and it paid off. Yeah. That's really awesome. That, that's yeah, really it, cool. It came out to be, you know, exactly what I had dreamed of. I think, uh, I don't know, Tati, go ahead and go. So I, I think with mine, I, I believe it was 2003. Uh, Dan and I had went back down. Th th now it's 2004, I guess. We went back down there. And uh, this time we went and stayed for uh, several days. We said, hey, we're going to spend four or five days at the park. I forget how many days we were there. And just getting the entire experience we have a lot of fun because we were uh didn't have kids time so we were just enjoying everything we we kind of had no plans of what we were doing uh we would go and just ask people like hey where should we go eat at and then we'd go and, and they'd make reservations for us at guest services that night we just cut the thing but it was just that over and over and over but i guess if i was going to narrow it down to one moment um it was wishes the first time I was there for wishes, uh, it, I was hooked. I mean, even today I have wished the wishes soundtrack on my phone and I will go back to me. That will never be, that is such a, that will always be my song. <laughs> wishes yeah, yeah, is such, it has such an amazing part of, of my life. I just think that's kind of, Dan and I began going very regularly and we got her family going and, um, I mean, I remember we watched Wishes, the final show on live streamed. I wanted to go down there, but I mean, it's one of them. I'll still probably about every two or three months, I'll play as I'm driving down the road. I'll play the soundtrack and I can almost see every single, I just, I've memorized that show. I've seen it so many times because I guess like what, for about 10 or 15 years it ran. And I mean, it's kind of, to me, when I think Disney, I think Wishes. That's how we are with the Boo to You parade. Like we'll... Yeah. Which is like as soon as October hits, we're like, let's play that Boo to You Parade song. And we just listen. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. Randall J. Yeah, so we went for our honeymoon and, and never thought, I never thought we'd go back. Like, it, you know, it was fun. It was fine. But how could we ever, you know, we wouldn't, had no plans to ever afford to go back. And so then a couple of years later, Beth graduated from college because I married a really young girl. And, and uh, so when she graduated, we were given tickets to the park again and so okay well we'll we'll try to go then and so we went and we went for two days I think each time and I and I couldn't imagine a week like a week would be crazy uh who does that uh that sort of thing and then we uh, we may have gone another time with a friend or something and uh and then we were uh Beth was pregnant and so we wanted to have one final trip and uh I'd made a little extra money. So we had uh, enough money to do a really cheap 
run down trip to like Europe or a really cheap trip on a cruise, right? Find a really good deal on a cruise. Like we could afford that maybe. But Beth was afraid she would get airsick. She was afraid she would get seasick and, you know, pregnant for the first time. We, it, was, it was difficult for us to get pregnant. And so like didn't want to do anything to mess that up. And, uh, and finally, it's like, well, you know, we've been to Disney. We could, we could do that. And so we went on the fairy tale package, if you remember that. That was like in uh, 2002-ish, three-ish, something like that. So they were renting really good deals. So we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge for an entire week with unlimited tickets for the entire week, park hoppers to any park we wanted to go to. And I think there might have even been a meal plan. Like it was a fully loaded trip. And we got it for a really good deal. And after that week, I was like, I, I could do this. Like this, this actually is fun. <laughs> like it was, it was okay when it was all about the parks and we stayed at an all-star and didn't go, you know, didn't see the hotel other than to sleep. Like that was fine, but this is vacation. This is fun. So was and Beth so, the one that was kind of steering you to doing that for your honeymoon and stuff? No, she had never been. Uh, at the time we went to our honeymoon, she had never been. I think I wanted to, we, we couldn't afford a lot. And so I wanted to do something like a cabin or something like that. And her, her dad gave us tickets to a round trip to anywhere in North America. So we looked at Mexico for a long time, Puerto Vallarta, but she was just nervous about that. And she wanted to go somewhere. I think we both wanted to go somewhere where we could do something, where there was built-in activities. And so uh, since she'd never been to Disney World, I felt like that could be a treat. And so that's how we ended up there. But no, she was not, I mean, she was, I think, fine to go back, but she wasn't was a, pushing us to go back. Was there she a just, moment, was there a moment where it clicked or was it just the, the whole thing? I think it was just, for me, I'm a little more analytical. So it was just, it was just, uh, that was a good trip. I could see myself doing that again. And I would like to come back here. I still didn't think we could afford to do it every year, but, but you know, Hey, if we save up probably every, every three years, every five years, like maybe we could, we could make it back here. Um, and then it wasn't until we could start, we, we started having kids that then we made it a priority. Okay. It may be pop century, but we can do a week every two years. You know, that's when, that's when it became a, we're going to do this. Uh, You know, and I don't, I don't, and we canceled cable and we didn't have a home phone back when other people did. And we, you know, did whatever it took to save up so that we could go every two years to pop century for a five or seven day trip. Yeah, that's fun. I, ours was, I mean, I, ours was, I went to, I had another conference that I was speaking at and I flew out to California and it was in Anaheim and we got a cat, we got a hotel above Disneyland and that, like we could see Disneyland. I was like, Hey Amanda, let's go over there. And it was when Brock was a baby and we took him over and we spent the day there. And when I was a kid, and I don't, I don't want to make this long, but when I was a kid, there was a park in Nashville called Opryland. And I always thought the characters were cool. I always liked mascots when I was a kid. We'd always go to San Diego Chicken Night at the Nashville Sounds games. 
I always thought, you know, the mascots were cool. So I wanted to meet the Opryland mascots, which were these oversized guitars and banjos and stuff. And my parents would never let me do it. And it would always frustrate me so bad because they'd be like, no, we got to ride the rides. And I'd be like, well, I want to meet the characters. And they wouldn't let me. Anyways, we took Brock to Disneyland that day. And I said, Amanda, if he wants to meet the characters, that's all we're going to do today. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me one way. So we took him to see Winnie the Pooh and we took him to see Mickey Mouse. And he was having this wonderful time. And we go to the Tiki Room. And this is the moment. This is the moment. We go to the Tiki Room. And that music starts up. We're the only people in the Tiki Room. We're sitting on the front row. And he starts dancing. And the, 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 the attendant starts laughing at him. And he's dancing. And I got emotional. And I don't know why. But I was like, this is the best place ever. Like, I... I am just having so much fun here and I'm loving that my son is just loving this. And we, we flew home and the next week we were at Disney world. We, we actually got home and we we're like, let's go to Disney world. We did Disneyland. So we went and uh, then we had an awesome week in Disneyland. The mother-in-law was there, so it wasn't as awesome, but it was great. And that was a joke. I'm just kidding. She was there, but anyways, it was, uh, it was, it was a really good week. And I, I, I just, I mean, we were addicted from that point on. And, and since then it's funny because just like Randy said, you know, he's more analytical. I'm very emotional. Um, I just like every time I go, like there is something that happens that, that is a moment that like just makes me more, and more and more and it's it's just you know people listening to this are going okay that guy's creepy but i you know we just have become uh huge fans and uh, it's it's become a major part of our life okay so i think i'm a little more like randy i'm a little more analytical as well and what i did is we just began doing price i was like we're spending less money going to disney than we are somewhere else because of the built-in nature of the all you know it's there I mean, I, I would sit around, we'd go to, you know, everybody in the South goes to Gatlinburg at some point. And you're like, at the end of the day, you're like, I just, I could have went to Disney for this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, we stayed, I, you know, I told you, we stayed this summer with my parents at their condo off of iDrive. Well, I'd never been on iDrive. Like we had, anytime we'd driven, we'd come in the back and I just had never been on iDrive. And so we're driving down there this summer. And I said to our family, I was like, hey, we could do this. Like, we could stay on our drive. There's lots to do. It would be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a different kind of fun, but, but it could be a lot of fun. And I just started adding up in my head how much it would cost to ride the go-karts and to do the putt-putt and to, to have a full days of activities would, would be just as much, if not more, than going to Disney World for the day. Yeah. That's how we did. And I will say that uh, after Dan and I's first trip, we bought a timeshare in Orlando. <laughs> we bought a used one. We bought, we bought one from somebody who wanted to, I don't know, we bought it used and uh, we stayed there. We, we've stayed at it multiple times because it was just, once again, you know, I don't know how many times we've stayed there. It's been many, many times we've, we've wore it out. <laughs> Do you actually vacation other places? Let's keep our answers brief so we can, so we uh, don't kill our listeners here with information. So what, how uh, do you vacation in other places? 
Sure. Okay, so uh, so I will hop in and say, um, do we vacation other places? Yeah. Uh, for weekend stays, that's about all we'll do. We'll, we'll do weekend stays somewhere, and um, we begrudgingly end up saying, oh, we could have done Disney. We should have done Disney instead. Um, the, the only non-Disney world vacation that we've really enjoyed as a family has been Disney Cruise Line. So I, I think if Disney World has a run for its money in our vacation plans, uh, at this point it would be Disney Cruise. That's about the only other thing we enjoy as much. Hi, right, Rusty. I mean, yeah, I'm more like charity. Weekend trips, um, you know, whether it's going to the beach, we live five hours from the beach. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I mean, occasionally we'll go somewhere, but nothing. We just end up back at Disney. <laughs> All right, yeah. Randy. We travel a lot. And so, um, we do lots of things. Uh, I don't know if you count, you know, the weekend we go to the, an orphanage in Mexico. That's not really a vacation. Um, but we do that every year. We often go down and we have another group of churches that we visit in Mexico for a week. So we'll do that most years. Um, that's not really a vacation, but it is travel. We've been to Hawaii and stayed at Alani. That's so, saying, yeah, it's still Disney. Yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, we've, we've been, you know, overseas. Uh, to Disney. But we went to Disney <laughs> while we were there. Uh, you know, we went, out, we went out west and did 10 days of Yosemite and Yellowstone. And one of the hotels we stayed at was the one they do on the vacations by Disney. It wasn't a Disney hotel, but it was, you know, inspired by some research I did with vacation by Disney. You know, we did Hilton head for a week of spring break one time. Not the Disney vacation club. Hilton. Yeah. We we stayed at the Disney vacation club. (laughs) (laughs) So so we, we travel a lot. And uh, we have done a lot of the Disney stuff. Um, I th- you know, Beth does uh, trips for education uh, with kids from school, but that's not really a vacation, but it is a trip. Um, so we, we travel a lot. Yeah, we, we do not travel a lot. When we travel, we travel to Disney. I think the one time that we took, we have taken like two beach vacations in the last five years only because one of Amanda's really good friends owns a, a, a place on the beach. And then uh, we went to Boston for a, for a fundraising thing. And that's been the only legitimate vacations we've gone to aside from Disney. And people ask us all the time, which is our lead into our last question. What do people think about your Disney addiction? What do they say about the fact that you are always going to Disney? Do you ever get any weird looks or, are you that Disney person in your community? I mean, what charity, what is it for you? Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I, I have the added bonus of being able to say, oh, well, it's work research because I help families trip their, or plan their trips. Um, so that it gives me a, a teeny tiny bit of a cop out um, to be able to say, well, yeah, but you know, I, I, you know, they just opened this and I really need to know what it's like so I can help families. Um, so at least I have a bit of an excuse now. Um, but yeah, um, I often get the, again, weren't you just there? Yeah. Um, 
you know, you, you get that kind of response a lot. Um, I think people just know, you know, I'm, I'm constantly in Disney clothes. I'm always talking about Disney. It's, it's not a, a question. Um, I, during college had friends that just nicknamed me Disney. They just called me Disney. That was what they decided to call me. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's just become my second nature to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm the Disney girl and, and now I help families plan it and that's why I'm there all the time. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely um, something you get questioned about for sure. But I'm, I'm lucky in that I have an excuse. All right, Rusty. What about in Alabama? Do people in mm -hmm. Alabama think, wow, Rusty has lost his mind? There, there are definitely going to be some people who do that. We just got, uh, like Dana's parents are, as they, they probably are as now as we are. They go all the time. Uh, they go every year for the anniversary. They, you know, they were just sitting around, you know, the shakes, not being able to go right now because <laughs> uh, they want to go so badly because they're like, we just need to go. But uh, they actually did get their trip in before all this stuff started because their anniversary is on Valentine's Day. So yeah, I mean, we get people who ask about it some, but I, I just tell people there's, you know, once again, it's, it's economical in, in a sense compared to like a lot of things it's built in and um, yeah, you just get all those memories. Um, so yeah, I mean, people ask about it, but I don't know. I think that at first people think you're odd, but then they just realize you're kind of, I mean, my eyes light up anytime I talk about Disney to people. And so I think they just, Someone won't get it. They'll just walk on by, but hey, it's okay. Yep. Well, you know, and I'll, I'll let Randy answer before I go into that. Randy? Well, I, yeah, I, uh, I usually meet a, a family or two a week that uh, are prospective clients. Um, and so I give kind of an, introduce, an introduction of myself that I give every time. And I include at the end of that usually something like, and our family likes Disney a lot like a lot like i've been to every park in the world we have season passes or a annual passes and you know we just went two months ago and we're going again next month right so something like that is what i will say and oftentimes we'll get a response of oh that's cool we just went last year or we're about to go or maybe you could help us with this right so um and then another you know another percent of the time people are like oh that's really crazy, you know, something, uh, uh, you know, shocked uh, that anybody would do that. Or they'll tell the story of how they went last year, it was so hot and they'll never go back, right? So, you know, there's those kinds of reactions. And what I've told people in the past is that we really like uh, vacationing and we've found Disney really takes good care of us when we're there. Um, something like that will we'll let people know it's not that I love Disney. I own very little. I don't wear Disney. I, we don't have Disney around our house. You would not find anything Disney in our, in our house. Um, but, you know, we like going on the trips. I don't, I don't know a whole lot about Walt Disney the man. I don't know a whole lot about the company. Like, it's, that's not my thing. We can attempt I wanna, that. Yeah, I want to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. I want to go on vacation, and they offer a good vacation. That's what it is for me. Well, I am, I am probably, um, I'm a researcher by nature, so I know a lot about Disney. And, uh, you know, when, when I first started this journey, 
I I was that like that. I thought I made fun of my friends who wore like Winnie the Pooh clothes. I thought it was kind of weird. And like if you you need to have a goofy shirt, I was like, yeah, there you go. Charity's actually wearing one now. I had a I had a really good friend who wore Tigger shirt all the time, and I was like, Wait, you're such a creep. Why would you wear that as an adult? And now probably a third of my clothing is Donald Duck. I I would say that that we caught the bug hard, and people know us as the Disney family in our little town. I mean because we live in a smaller community than, than any of you guys do. Well, maybe the exception of Rusty. We live in a smaller community and everybody in our community knows us as the Disney family, which is pretty funny um, and awesome at the same time. So uh, anyways, we, we just, our thing is the memories. Like that's our vacation home. Like some people go to Destin or they go to Daytona Beach, or they go to Panama City, or wherever, and they go there every year, and they go to the same restaurants, and they do the same things. I think that's ridiculous. Like, I, that doesn't appeal to us at all. We we have memories, we have traditions, we have things that we love to do. We've got 18 years of our family standing around the Donald Duck statue in the square at, at the Magic Kingdom, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. You know, like, just those memories are so important to us and Lord willing, we'll be doing that till my boys are 30. You know, I hope I cannot wait to get my first picture of the grandkids touching that Donald Duck statue with the rest of us and uh, adding that to our collection. And so um, people do think we're crazy, but that's okay. It's a good kind of crazy. It's not a, uh, we're, we're not social pariahs <laughs> you know, because we go to Disney World. Uh, so, Randy, you have a really thoughtful look on your face. No one here can appreciate how thoughtful you look right now. What is going through your mind right now? I'm curious. Uh, I'm watching my TV screen go from picture to picture. <laughs> and I'm wondering, where in the world is that field? So, so basically, you were ignoring anything that I said. And you're Something just... about 18 years of Donald Duck statue. I wasn't really listening. That's yeah, you just toned it all out. At that no, point. yeah, you pretty much got it there, right there. Yeah. yeah, I figured. Whatever. Poor wilderness rocks. All right, so uh, <laughs> we are we are embarking on the end of our podcast. Anyone want to wrap it up? Want to say anything in closure? You guys do this to me every week. I feel like I'll say <laughs> like, "Hey, any last words?" And y'all are like, "Well, um, I think some." Uh, so, I'll, as a last word, I think okay, I've learned good. over the years that not to push my passion onto other people, right? Because I, I used to talk their ear off about what, here's what you ought to do and here's where you ought to stay and here's, but I think over the years, I've just learned that, um, you know, different people have different perspectives and some people love the campground, other people hate the campground. And, you know, you can stay where you want to stay and enjoy it. And the only advice I give to people from my experience is just that uh, enjoy it, do what you want to do. Don't feel like you have to get your money's worth. Um, enjoy the people you're with while you're there. Yeah. yeah, Randy, that's a good point. I, I think one thing that we did on the trips that I didn't enjoy, you know, before I really fell in love with it, um, they were trips where we were trying to you know, check off all the boxes, get our money's worth, um, feel like we got a good value out of it and um, do as much as we could. And I, I think we put too much focus on that. And it wasn't until, you know, after 
well, you know, when I was working there and had the time to just do whatever you wanted, whenever you wanted, and not feel pressured, that's when I really started to fall in love with it. So I, I think that's a perfect sentiment. Well, if, if I was known for saying one thing on this podcast, you know, Randy's known for saying, take a day off. If I were known for saying one thing on this podcast, I think don't treat Disney like a scavenger hunt would be one of the things that I'm no, most known for because I just don't, I think that will ruin a vacation. I don't know how many people have come to us and said, Hey, Todd, you're the Disney guy. Tell me, you know, tell me what to do. And I'll say, please don't run down there and try to do everything. And they'll come back and say, we were miserable because we, we just couldn't get everything done. And so-and-so got, and I'm just, well, didn't I tell you not to treat it like a scavenger hunt? And, um, Anyways, I, I think people learn the second time. So for the most part, that's why you got to go back three, four, five times. You know, you got to kind of. Yeah. All right. So next week, hopefully we will be back with you on our next podcast with reports from Jesse and Shelby and Stephanie and all right, everybody last word. No, we just had it. Everybody good. All right. Well, you're never too old to wish upon a star. <laughs>